Hey, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. I'm here at the Jump Talk with John Brunt, the coach. And I'm here with Ian Griffin, the vet. Man, it's a good day today. It's a beautiful day, actually, out here. It is gorgeous out here. Um, fall has hit us, although it's in the 70s. Look at all the color in the trees. <laughs> yeah, it's 75, but color yeah. in the trees. So It is a gorgeous day. Yep. So, Coach, we had an election, man. We did. We had an election less than a week ago, and we have a uh, – looks like we have a president-elect. Yes. And some are going to come or say it's not yet, but and in, in really, in reality, it is. I mean, every election, usually within a day or two, we kind of know what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, going to cross some uh, T's and dots some I's, but all in all, it looks like we got a 46th president of the United States, kind of like you and I both uh, predicted. I think so. Yeah, we, uh, I think I said about 75%. A lot of people mad at me for that prediction. It was just a me prediction. Too. It's not who I voted for. No. Um, and everybody probably should know that this is the second time I voted for Trump. But I just had a feeling that there was a change and a backlash, and so I'm sure we'll talk more about it. Uh, I think also uh, probably, you know, we've had – he'll be number 46, and, and Kamala Harris will be actually the 49th vice president. Yep. She'll be the very first female vice president we've ever had. And, you know, I, I tell people all the time uh, in my classes that the uh, politics of Barack Obama and myself are not on the same course or, or the same playing field, but – uh, having him as a president uh, was something that our country, I thought, needed uh, at some point in time. I agree. Uh, you know, I'd love for it to be someone like Colin Powell or someone like that to be, yeah. you know, the, the breakthrough. But to have a woman, uh, just you have to think about it, just 108 years ago, in 1912, women had the right to vote, finally. So, I mean, this is a huge thing to have a woman vice president. I, I agree. You know, um, uh, I've heard some people say that uh, – President-elect Joe Biden received the most votes. Well, I'm going to break this out to you. Is honestly, um, when your population increases, that tends to happen that you vote more sure. than last time. They think is there were somewhere between 61 and 64 percent. 1908 actually had the highest voter turnout. I think 65 yep. percent, somewhere around there. And we haven't we haven't breached <coughs> that yet. And uh, it does sadden me that we have almost a 40 percent of the population that still does not vote. Yeah, and uh, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it's hard for me to believe with as much social media, as much uh, radio, as talk radio, as much TV, and newscasts that those 40 percent don't have an opinion. It's uh, you got to you got to be kidding me if you think 40 percent of the population is not involved at all either with a Trump flag or with yes. you know have a, have an opinion about Biden and and, uh, and and the Democratic Party, but you don't go vote, and there's no reason for it. So uh, one thing I'll say is my wife, she she substitutes teaches. And she told me that uh, three days after, you know, the election that night, there was a whole lot of talk in the school. And uh, and she goes, Ian, you'll really be surprised how intelligent our, our youth is. There, yeah. I think we have a smarter vote voter by across the populations than we ever had. Sure. Uh, I think some are still swayed and, you know, we can go down rabbit holes on that. But I think in a general consensus, our voters are more intelligent than they, they've been in many years. Sure. And, and uh, one of the things as a person that teaches history and government, uh, you hear all the time, well, civics is not being taught in school. Uh, a lot of that was back, I believe, in the you know in the 80s and 90s. A lot of that was being taught by coaches that didn't want to coach, but had to coach and te or excuse me, had to teach to be a coach. But I, I tell you now, there's a lot of us that want to have informed voters more than anything. So when someone says, oh, I'm glad that you you go teach because you teach real history. Well, who knows real history? 
depends on if I took a history directly out of a book, uh, who, who uh, you know, who published that book. If I teach something yeah. that I've read and I like reading more of a right uh, conservative view than a left, um, you know, liberal view, am I teaching that? But I will say this, you are right. The, the inmates that I teach are very well, um, have a lot of knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a vote, which was very surprising that they actually almost uh, two to one voted. Mm. Um, they can't vote, of course, in Texas, yeah. but we had a mock vote, two to one voted for Trump. They like his leadership. They like his attitude, yeah. uh, which a lot of times you think that uh, that, that voting block would be more of a, of a democratic uh, but uh, we got a lot of things to talk about. Got a lot of things are going to come up in the next few months. But I don't think it's doom and gloom, as everyone says. No. Uh, if you know the history of elections, you know the history of administrations, you know the history of our country. There's been worse times. There's been better times. I, I agree, Coach. Um, you know, I put out a fighting stop to ponder, and I kind of hit. We've got 244 years of of our country so far, and as of so far, we've had 45 presidents. Sure. There are 45 that's held the highest office in America. And in, actually since Ronald Reagan, some will even say that it's the highest office in the free in the world since World War II, some would say that it's the highest office in the free world. That's 13 of them. Yeah. And that's six of them since Ronald Reagan. And uh, they've all held that. They all had a different approach. That's a fact. And, you know, when we look at 45 President Trump, you know, people like to point out the, the negative things to him. But one thing I will say about President Trump, he was results oriented. Sure. And then with 46 coming in, I think his presidency will take a more, he will be a more cordial president than anything else. And you already see that now yes. with some of the things coming out being said, uh, you know, we want to have unity. We want to have, you know, American, not a blue or a red and unity. And some of those things, I'll tell you the generation that we're living in now, sometimes I'm not saying you have to assimilate to everything. But the generation that we live in now, I think sometimes you have to realize where you are. Trump was needed for a time. Yep. Uh, but what I think we need now is we need some unity. I don't I don't know if another four years of Trump would have done anything more than just put it off mm -hmm. where we're going to go as a country. And I don't mean some leftist socialist crazy way. I mean, just back to, you know, people being able to have a difference, have a difference of opinion uh, and want to have a cordial uh, conversation about it. I have many of those. And for some reason, in the last couple of years, it's like they've gone away. So one interesting thing that I've seen lately in the last few, this last week, and I've seen it before, but it's been now that we realize who's going to win is how could you possibly vote for this person if you don't see it my way? And my deal is this. I voted for President Trump. That's not hidden. That's not no secret because some of the things that he does matches how I was raised on how I see our country. I see things, a strong military. I see things, uh, us being a very uh, assertive in foreign policy and uh, things of that nature. I see energy independence as being very important. That drove our economy. So this is something unique that, not unique, but I've seen a lot of it. Well, if you voted for him, how could I ever like you? Right. Uh, I'm sorry, that was the deciding factor is who I voted for. Yeah. Uh, if I didn't ever say anything, you would have liked me then. So my deal is, is, is at the end of the day, um, I would love to see the country get where we vote 90%. Sure. And if I vote and my guy never wins, it's okay because at least we had the country speak and the, the country drive the direction, the people of the country drive the direction of the country I mean, as it should be. Absolutely. We're we the people. Now we become we the party. 
Yes. Uh, and we the people means that if you have 90% of the population, we had a very high turnout this time, and some are terrified of that. I heard on some of the people on conservative radio saying, if we have this high turnout that it's looking like, this is on day one, then that's a bad sign for the Republicans. Well, you know what? If that's the case, then that's, the, that's, that's a problem because we the people, we want all the people to vote. I'd yes. rather be 90, 92%. I'd rather uh, be that and I'd be wrong. And you know, that, that, that's the way you have to look at it. Now, um, one of the things that I don't want is I don't want a leftist, socialist, communist country. I don't think we're going to go there. Our founders set up a document, constitution is going to keep us in a certain way. Um, but I am, I am a little bit uh, worried about the future. One of the things I wouldn't want to say is I did, I have a friend of mine that we grew up with and I'm not going to name him, but I think highly of him and he's been, he's, he's a black guy and he's been uh, terrified of his son in the last few years being on the street because, you know, things come up with police mm -hmm. brutality. Uh, not only that, but the way that some of the, the perception is with Trump is he doesn't care. He doesn't care about people. Mm -hmm. He cares about, like you say, results. results. And one of the things that he posted, he posted that, you know, character matters. We were told that. We're supposed mm -hmm. to grow up and tell the truth. We're supposed to grow up and be good to others. But somehow the last couple of years, we've kind of not done that under the umbrella of, well, we have a good economy. Oh, we have low unemployment. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how someone acts. I think what this was, uh, and, and just to make this quick, is I think a lot of this was people not resetting us to where we were before, but resetting the character of what it, it should be to be a leader and an American in a country where there's all kind of different people. And I don't, I don't have to always agree with that, but I can understand that. There's yeah. a lot of people that think different than me because they, they were raised different than me. And I think President Trump did not embrace any of that. He embraced a lot of good things for our country, for the results, for the yeah. economy, and, and, and for the oil industry. And, 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 I mean, he's great with trade, loved the way he dealt with Middle East peace. But when it came down to when, when people wanted to hear from a leader to feel or to hear some empathy and things that were going on in the society, uh, he stoked it the wrong way. Yeah, he, he was not that guy. No. Uh, not at all. Um, one thing I'll say, Coach, is I think after every election, the side that doesn't win oh, yeah. comes out and says, is this it for our party? Is oh, this yeah. it for – I remember when when George W. Bush won that they were saying it was the nail in the coffin for the Democratic Party. Yeah. And you, we see how it is now. The other thing I'd like to say is is currently there's uh, – you know, we have one, – one, one thing that is very unique in our country – is we have 50 different states and 50 different states have 50 different ways to vote. Mm -hmm. And that includes the national election, you know, and there are various lawsuits that are going out there uh, on count and things of that nature. And my personal opinion as the vet, I will say this is I'm okay for it. I'm not, I don't think it's going to change anything, but this is my deal is if it gets to the Supreme court and they'll listen to it, and they find out there were some irregularities and they are able to fix it, heck yes. So that way it just kind of gets it done and get it out on the table. Because we do have a little process here that we have two and a half months before the guy walks into the office anyhow. Mm -hmm. So we're not hurting anything. Uh, some will say it doesn't unify the country. I think I think most of the country is, is, is close to being behind who or accepting already who it is. Sure. Uh, I don't think the lawsuits would change that. But, you know, just think about this, and this isn't two wrongs make a right, but 
we know there's a high bar for the Supreme Court to listen to something. That should one. be. It should be. Yeah. So it's got to either have some factual stuff to it or it's got to have some momentum in order for the Supreme Court to listen to it. But we spent two years on a freaking Russian collusion and we spent two years on trying to get impeached because from day one we said we were going to impeach somebody. And we did that just to see what we could find out, which we found out really nothing except this and that, you know, a lot of misinformation. But this here, if it does change the confidence in the voters or if it changes our process, say it's in Texas or it's in Michigan, wherever it may be, that will benefit our country, maybe that's that's needed. Right. And, and you know, there's not just one state. There's four or five states of yep. people that, that Trump would have to win tens of thousands, maybe 100,000 100, votes. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can't keep a secret in a room of three people. <laughs> and you're going to have a nationwide voter fraud conspiracy to yeah. everybody behind the table. And these are local people. These aren't CIA, FBI people doing a coup d'etat. These would be people like you and I that live in, in White House, Texas, like myself, and get together with other people in White House, Texas to conspire in White House, Texas, along with 80 to 100 other counties in this mm -hmm. state and other states do the same thing without nobody knowing. I mean, yeah. I don't believe that's what's going on. There's irregularities in every election. There's voter fraud in every election. Yeah. It's been going on for years. How do you think? I mean, do you not realize that in the 1960 election, probably Richard Nixon won that election? Yeah. But JFK and the Chicago people decided that's not the way it was going to happen. Yeah. We don't talk about that. But it depends on who won. I guarantee you four years ago, I don't know if you remember this. A lot of people should. People were saying that Trump stole the election because of Russian collusion. The Russians got Trump elected. Yeah. We heard the same thing. You know what we wanted to do? Oh, forget on, move on. Hillary's not president. You're just mad because she's not president. Trump's our president. Well, that's what we have now. We have a new president and there's going to be some that are going to be totally mad about it. I've got friends of mine that are absolutely mad at me about it because I just pretty much said the other day, you know, if the elections stand, but Biden's my president. Yeah. And, you know, I heard for four years, you're mad because people wouldn't say Trump's not my Trump's not my president. And now you're doing the same thing in the first week. It's hypocritical. So we have to come together as a country um, and consequences, you know, the elections have consequences. Oh, they do. And they the, do. the Senate is going to be an issue. I believe we talk about that soon, that I got a feeling that uh, Georgia is going, there's going to be mass uh, for that craziness second. there for that. And, yes. you know, I got a feeling that it's going to be hard for Trump did something that we didn't understand. Not only did he lose this election. But he also got us to probably lose the Senate. Yeah, so and right I hate now to I think he's at 48 48. Right, but understand. they're going to have runoffs in but Georgia. The, but Georgia will have a runoff. And then, yes. So that'll and be challenging. If that state voted mostly Democrat. Yeah. That state's going to continue mostly Democrat. Yep. And they're going to see some of this calmness that's going to come after this, this unity they're, they're talking about for the yep. Democratic Party. They're going to put on this great show. And if they pick another 2%, the election's over. Yeah. No, I, I agree on that. I, I think. Uh, I think Georgia, surprisingly, nobody thought that, you know, for a while, holds a, holds a, a strong key, yeah. you know, and, uh, uh, <coughs> and I, Oh, and one more thing I wanted to say, yeah. and I, I forgot, and I don't mean to interrupt you, is the Florida Gore-Bush thing, that was one state, one issue, one problem. Supreme Court needed to get involved to fix that. The, you know, the, the Supreme Court in, uh, in Florida made a decision that was really unconstitutional. Yes. That was one state, one issue with the ballots. It has to be in every state, not just yeah. a few. I mean, every county, not just a few. We're talking about four or five states. We're talking about there's not even legal issues well, that we know of at this time. I, I agree. I will say for, you know, people out there 
we, we talked about this at home. It does look kind of ironic that, hey, the five states were all Democrat-run. Sure. The five states were all urban population. And except for two of them, the five states, 95% of the president was leading, and 90%, <coughs> right below 90%, he was leading in the other two. And so that kind of looks strange. But if you think of the dynamic of, of voter population, sure. uh, when a county like my county, Camp County, turns it in, Trust me, they're only turning in one one big batch right. because it's a small county. But when a county like Wayne County in Detroit, they're turning in batches to get to get them moving because they have Detroit there. Sure. And so, by just by not intentional design, but by how it, how the system is made up, there will be an influx in the urban area at the end. You know. Right. And there's also it's not that there's two different elections, but there's also there really is two different uh, ballots being turned in. Number one. The day that you go vote or early voting in your system where you put a ballot in, those are known immediately on election day. Yes. Those are always normally heavily Republicans like to go out, stand in line, do their civic duty yeah. and boom. But you've got mail-in and absentee ballot. Those are always yeah. going to be more. And when you're talking about Philadelphia, yes. when you're talking about uh, Detroit, when you're talking about uh, Atlanta, those are going to be 75 to 90% Democrat. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of polling stations in there as right. well. So that, and then that we, brings we're not even talking about COVID, which brought out more yes. mail-in ballots than ever. And, and and in certain states even have same-day registration sure. voting, which I'm not necessarily a fan of that. Uh, I think if, if you had two and a half, two years to plan to vote on a normal election and four years to plan on another one, why do you need to wait till the last day? You know, because I, what I don't want to see is some people go out there with a thousand dollars and go get all the homeless in and buy a bunch of Burger King so they go vote for my guy. Yeah. At the last minute, you know that that breeds kind There's of. There's always been that kind of stuff though. Yes. And you know what? You're not going to stop that because people are conspiring, people are hateful, but to a point of Joe Biden's going to end up getting probably close to 80 million votes. Just put that in perspective. If you'd have told me six months ago that Joe Biden would have got 65 million votes, I agree. I I'd have said it's crazy. But I believe what happened is Van Jones said something four years ago. This was a white lash when, when Trump won. And I didn't agree with that. But I believe this was a black lash against President Trump and the way that he treated people over the last few years, that they got more people. More people went to vote, not that they went and found them in places. More people wanted to go vote him out of office than well, vote for Joe Biden. Well, Coach, what I'll say is we had this conversation over here, the wife and I, and she goes, Ian, if you remember in 2016, we all knew that the worst character for our country was Hillary Clinton. So there was a whole lot of people that came out to vote against right. her out. And the same type of, she said, nobody's voted policy. What's, what has happened mm -hmm. is they voted the character. Exactly. And first one was against Hillary because we knew that was not good for the country. Right. And the next one was people voted against Trump. Same amount of people that hated Hillary, same amount of people hated Trump. And, you know, back then in 2006, we called it the ABC issue, anybody but Clinton. Yes. And now it's anybody but Trump. Because yes. I had people online, friends of mine that I grew up with in East Texas, said I would vote. And they, they made some funny memes. Out, I'll vote for, you know, a, a crackhead doing yeah. this, 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 this before I vote for Trump because of his character. Yeah. And, and I agree. It was his character. It's the way, you know, uh, I, I think some of the things that he thought, if you pull the scab off of it, let's go attack it, and, and we'll get it, get after it. But sometimes you pull that scab a little too hard, yeah. and, and you and you're and you're kind this of starting might to might be the only negative for him not being a politician. Yeah, because being a politician knows that there's a time to put your foot down, there's a time to back it off, getting ready for an election because you need to be reelected to keep your policies going. 
And I don't think he, he has a lead foot. I don't think he has a back off. No, he doesn't. And for me, with, with Joe Biden, I, I'm hoping the presidency is defined on him being cordial uh, to, towards our country. I, I would, knowing what I've seen in the past with him and President Obama, I'm, I am really hoping that he takes his foot completely off the gas on any foreign policy because they never hit a home run one, no. uh, not even a single or a double. I mean, I think they had a couple of fouls. They just flat out struck out in foreign policy. But that's that typically is party-centric on that too. And uh, I just hope that he does a few bunts and just calls it a day on foreign policy. Sure. Well, last thing i like to say on this is this is going to be very interesting in the next couple of months. Uh, we've always had a very peaceful transition. Mm -hmm. uh, Trump, if he's going to re, uh, go for re-election again in 2024, he needs to start that process now. He can't just be elected now with his followers, as we call yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, he's going to have to do some changing. And if he will go out of this thing with some kind of dignity and peace and show the best for the country, this sets up his run in, two, in, in four years. If he acts the same way that he's acting now, he's going to have 40 or 50 million people that are going to follow him off the dead end cliff. But that's not going to get you elected anymore. Yeah, I, I, Coach, I, I personally don't think he'll, he'll run again. I think he'll he'll move on to be a businessman again and enjoy life. And uh, I actually hope so. What he it was a it will be something in history books that we look back and uh, there was a time that uh, that it was a very interesting time yeah. in the country's history. I, I, I personally think that uh, he won't run again, and I I think everybody in his family except one is unelectable. Sure. I think the only one that's electable is Ivanka. Think so. I think yeah. out of all of because she didn't stir the pot. Yeah. She, she just kind of moved along and she put her input in every now and then and she's she's kept her grace on most yeah. parts i still i'm gonna write we do the uh, you do the friday's thought i do a coach's corner i'm gonna write one recently or coming up soon i've been thinking about it on the phenomenon of the country boys love of the city slicker trump it still to me amazes <laughs> me yes. because if you just said five or six years ago we're going to in East Texas, we're going to see Bay, Bells of Hay with Trump 2020. <laughs> Flags flying everywhere. Boat yep. rallies all over East Texas over a New York City sucker, Fifth Avenue, everything yep. gold in Trump Tower. I said, you're absolutely nuts. I agree. And, and I don't understand it. And, and when we went to that Trump rally on the boats. Are you kidding me? Those were some of the nicest people in the world. It didn't matter who you voted for. If you voted against them, they wasn't putting you down. They would have took their shirts off for you. Right. And I'm um, just great people, just nice people. Just wanted to have a good time. They were passionate about who they supported, but I, I swear if somebody would have fell in the water, they wouldn't have said, are you a Trump supporter or not? You know, they would have jumped in after you. They were good people. It's still a phenomenon that I'm still racking my brain over to figure out how the, you know, the paste piccani sauce, uh, <laughs> you know, New York City get a rope yep. comes in my mind. How in the world do we have these guys out these coffee that? shops yep. in East Texas drinking 45 cent coffee? Yeah. Would be falling in love with uh, Donald J. Trump from Manhattan. Yeah. Makes no sense, but anyway. Well, hey, America, we got a number 46 coming up. Yes. And uh, we still have the 45 in the office, and he's still going to be there to January 20th. He's going to act a donkey. Yeah. He's going to act a donkey until January 20th. I, I, <laughs> I think he'll mellow out after about January 18th or so. I think I don't. He's and, got uh, something up And I think he'll drop a lot of pardons, which rightfully so. Oh, they always do. So, anyway. Well, well hey. pardon himself. Yeah. Uh, well, he won't. You can't unless he's convicted of something. Or, or he, well, he could for the impeachment. But well, he actually he could do, do this. I did hear that he could do this real quick. He could step down. 
let vice president be the president and the Amen. vice president pardon him. Yeah. Isn't that what happened with Nixon? Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford, but he did it not immediately, I don't remember. It didn't matter, he resigned, and yeah, then yeah, after he, he resigned, resigned, he pardoned him. Yeah, he did. So it's, it's possible, it's historically, it's there. That'd be crazy, because then we would have a 47th president, not a 46th president. That would be insane. I hadn't even thought about that. That would be wow. insane. But that's I hope happen. that happens. I just want to see this play out. No, I'm just <laughs> that, that, that'd, that'd be interesting. This would be some great talk yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, hey, thanks for joining us, and uh, happy elections to everybody. It's not that bad. We're going to get through it. Don't you think, Coach? There's no doubt. The country's great. Yeah. Foundations set years ago for, for, for crazier stuff than this. Yeah. So, stay tuned to us for anything that you want to talk about, especially social government politics. And from the coach... To the vet. Yes, sir. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. See, that was